Yo, 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 what it do? Welcome to another episode of A Journey to Freedom. Here at A Journey to Freedom, we talk about our freedom journeys, which is a never-ending journey. Why is it a never-ending journey? Because as we grow and elevate to different levels, we have to break off the things from the previous level. So therefore, that is why it is a never-ending journey. Um, you can catch us on Podbean, of course, um, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Boomplay, Intune, Alexa, and Samsung, Google Podcasts, and so much more. Um, so we're going to get it started and introduce today's guest. Today's guest, um, I met her about two years ago. Yeah, two years ago at um, one of my close friends. Um, movement ministry conference and yeah that she she has i i'm telling you this what i admire about her is she has her own style her way she rocks it her way she is fearless in the way she rocks everything um she is fearless in the way that she talks she is fearless in the way that she moves just fearless in everything because why is she fearless because she got god on her she know god for real and she is about her business so (laughs) without further ado please welcome miss charlena hux aka lyrical rose welcome i think yeah i think yeah i think you have to um mute on your end unmute She coming, y'all. She coming. Okay. Till she figured out, you know, she she cool, right? Um, she is a poet. She is uh, a all around creative, and so on and so on. So she gonna figure it out. So we gonna keep talking, you know. We're going to keep talking because we're not going to have no dead spaces up in here. You feel me? Oh. Yeah. Woohoo. Yes. Yes, um, ma'am. Um, Charlena, you're you going to have to, um, I think you have to push your icon to unmute yourself because I can't unmute you no more. I can only mute you. Wanna do okay. I think she okay. We're gonna get this popping. We are gonna get this popping for sure. Cause <laughs> devil is a liar. God is exalted. Never be defeated. Devil is a liar. Okay. We're going to come back in. We're going to hit y'all with another song and so we don't have to, you know. All right. All right. Oh, all right. All right. Let's go for it. Come on. 
Right, we had to pay a little intro for you to get in. She she finally in. Hey, girl. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. That was a lie. Hello? 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 Okay, I Hello. think. Okay, now I can hear you. Now I can hear you. Okay, there we go. Oh, you, you can hear me now. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Oh my goodness! I was over here like, what is really going on for real? <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> All right, but I'm in here. I'm in here. All right, how are you, ma'am? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, ma'am. So we're just going to get it started. Okay. Okay. So the first question I ask everybody is when did you or how did you know it was time to start your freedom journey and start it for real? I always put emphasis on for real. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it started when I bumped my head. <laughs> 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 and I fell on my face. Oh my goodness. No, but I like when uh one of your other guests was on and she said something that to me was so profound um about, you know, start the you know, the journey kind of starts, you know, in a in a place where we don't really know. Like it starts ahead of time, like before we're even kind of like aware of things mm-hmm. um that's going on. So I can honestly say I I think I remember her saying like it started like when she was much younger. And so it started for me when I was younger. I just didn't realize it. I didn't understand what was going on. And then I I love what you said about it being a a, a forever journey, you know, like a never ending journey, because mm-hmm. really it is. Mm-hmm. It really is a never ending journey. And it's like, that's not what people want to hear. They want to arrive somewhere and be and get settled and be like, OK, I got my this and I got my that. But it is a never ending journey. And so I can say, like, when you ask the question for real, I can say like for real, um, within the last three years, um, you know, I went, I, something happened to me. I got into a relationship. I had been married twice. I got divorced and, uh, recently divorced. Um, it's been like six, seven years now. And about, I want to say about three, four years ago, like right, but it was like right before pandemic. And I got into a relationship with this guy and I'm thinking he's the one, you know, God sent him. I had a dream about this man and he looked like everything. And I mean, it was just ridiculous, but soon found out about five months in that, you know, this was crazy and it was not it. And so that was when I could say I bumped my head and (laughs) I fell on my face and I was like, okay, for real, God, like I'm going in, I'm going this healing journey, this portion of my life, um, where I 
it's like I really, really sought God for real and I saw God for real and I grabbed a hold of it and I was like, Lord, I'm not coming out of this closet until I get healed for real, like until you healed me. And so at the time I was like, a, I was like 249 pounds when I went in that closet and I came out and I was still, you know, going through my processes. But by the time I, you know, took over maybe like two years or so, I had lost 70 pounds. You know, people were talking about COVID weight and I lost weight. They were like, what are you doing? I mm -hmm. said, look, I'm on a journey. <laughs> I said, I'm on a journey. I'm on a whole nother place and a whole nother level with God. So I could say like when I could say in my most recent years for real, that's when it happened for me was when I got into the relationship and realized that. You know, I couldn't point any fingers. I could I could say that, you know, the man did, you know, stuff that was wrong. Sure, he did. But also what I did at that moment was I just stepped back instead of pointing fingers. I stepped back and I said, well, how did he get here? That was my big question to me. You know, the big question was, how did he get here? And so I had to sit with that question and sit with the answer as well, you know, of how did this man get here? And, and I, he got here because I let him in. And so I had to ask myself more questions. Well, why did you let him in? You know, why, 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 what, 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 you know, what's going on with you? What's unresolved and such and such. So I, I would have to, if I had to pinpoint something down, that, that would be it. Okay. And you mentioned that um, it wasn't until you bumped your head. Like, what do you mean by bumping your head, actually, to explain to our, the listeners? Mm -hmm. So, so, yeah, so bumping my head, most of the time I say I fell on my face, but mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like coming into a reality of, like, what's going on with you? Because it's like, you know, most of my life, like, I was molested as a as a young child and then, like, throughout my young life by different people and so when i was able to uh, make a decision to get into my own relationships where i actually decided who was going to touch me i still made very frivolous decisions like i just made you know just careless decisions um and and so you know obviously so because of you know what i had gone through i didn't know how to make a good decision I, I didn't have a good example to make a good decision. And so um, I did good things. I always thought I was a good person, you know, all that kind of stuff. But um, for um, bumping my head was like it was like coming to a reality. It was a reality check of realizing that I had gone through my life um, just going through my life. It was like I was just going through motions instead of really sitting back and saying, hey, what about you? You know, how about giving some attention to these wounds, you know, instead of just putting Band-Aids on them? Um, so what I realized at that time when I got into that relationship um, about, uh, I want to say, yeah, it was definitely like right, it was like actually going into pandemic. So it was like 29, in the, in, right at the end of 2019, going into 20. And so then when I got into that relationship and realized how toxic it had become, you know, in such a short period of time, I had to look at myself. And so to me, that's what I call bumping my head. It's just like coming to the reality of like, wow, you're hitting a, you're hitting another wall. Like you got out of a marriage and you know the marriage wasn't the greatest and so how do you get into another relationship that's toxic so it was really me looking at me you know it was like me you know just coming to that reality of realizing that something is really not well within me all right all right so next question i ask everyone um what would you say 
to your younger self? You can pick an age. So which, what would you say to him? Ooh, to my younger self. I would say, so what? I would say, so what? Um, you know, my, my voice was stifled. It's like people try to stop me from speaking. And I would say, so what? Like, I'm going to do it anyway. And so I allowed, I would say, because, okay, so I realized that I was a, a David from a long time ago. Like I was the, you know, I had that, that slingshot. I realized that at a young age, but because of people who were bigger than me, who were these giants, you know, it's like something within me knew I had the slingshot, but then it's like they intimidated me to continue to like actually use it, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and really um, allow it to do what it's supposed to do. So it's like something I knew I had in my back pocket, but I couldn't use it. And so I would say, so what? I would say, do it anyway. I would say, just go you know, go and do because I felt I felt the vigor in me for a very long time, even as a kid. But like I said, I felt I felt like I was just stifled by the giants. And so uh, but no longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> I would say, so what, girl? So what they're doing this and that? Just do it anyway. Don't be afraid. Wow. Um, I'm saying wow because like you talk you mentioned David and that's who I really like resonate myself with in the Bible. Because uh-huh. um and not just because he danced out his clothes, because I, I did do that and because I didn't know I did that when we ministered <laughs> one time <laughs> and and I had my his wife, I had a couple of them saying, Why why? Like you need you um you need to buy bigger pants. Like I had them, but also me being the youngest out of my family, out of my mm. out of the daughters, um, and you want to like you want to do everything right by your family, not realizing that's that's like a a pull away from God for real. And I really didn't notice that until I. It's so much in thirties for me. Until I got in thirties, so now I'm, I'm 36. So I'm, I'm, my voice is coming out. Trust the voice is coming out more and more each and every day. So I get that. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta, we gotta stand up and just be bold. You know, he was bold in so many ways, and so I love that about David. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah, I call myself David at times. You know how um, Britt, because she's she's on here listening. She got herself Moses. I'm David. I'm David. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. um, So another question probably comes to me. But the last question uh, I ask everybody is, um, do you have any encouragement for anyone who is maybe struggling, um, trying to really find themselves and don't know how or what way to go to find themselves and really start their journey to freedom? Like, what would you say to them? I have so much to say. I really do. Um, One of the things that came to mind as I was about to come on here is that if you, if you hurt out loud, heal out loud. Mm -hmm. 
And so that doesn't mean that you have to make announcements and stuff. It's just me. It's just in your movement. You know, sometimes we hurt out loud, meaning we'll go out and we'll go partying and we'll go drinking and we'll go doing that. And we almost don't care. You know, it's like we just kind of like in this place of like, I don't care who sees me. I'm hurting. And this is how, you know, this is kind of like how I choose to express my pain and and my hurt. And so I'm just going to go out here and do the wrong thing and just not care. And so I feel like we should be just as bold and just, you know what I mean, just, you know, as as um, steadfast and just, you know, not caring, you know, for your healing, like because the healing is always going to be the better option. And so um, anything that's going to be good for you, even though it may it may bring some adversity, it may bring the pain, it may bring, you know, whatever it brings, but it's always going to be the better thing. It's always going to be that better option for you. So I would definitely say he hurt out loud. If you if I'm sorry, if you're hurting out loud, then heal out loud as well. Um, and that's a movement, you know, your, your healing out loud is a movement. It's not like, like I said before, it's like not, not like you have to go get a megaphone and be like, I'm healing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't make announcements, but just do it, like do it as boldly as you, as you chose, you know, your hurt. Um, don't hide and, and don't be afraid and don't be ashamed because nine times out of 10, our hurt is not caused by us, um, but it definitely continues with us like mm-hmm. you know we choose you know we we have choices to make and so even though I didn't cause my pain um there are times when I can look back at my life and say I also chose to you know join in on the you know the people that hurt me join in on those inflictions and all those things because I just didn't really know better I didn't know how to not do that and so the journey to healing is a process of learning how to not hurt yourself and to go ahead and make the decision to be better. Mm-hmm. And like when you say about healing, like it, some came to mind that I saw that um, Tabitha Brown said, um, she said in a little clip I, I watch on TikTok said healing is not permanent. It's not a permanent like, whoo, I'm healed all the way because just like a journey to freedom is not a a one stop journey. Like you're continuously healing from things. Um, even if things come to you in the most recent times, like you sometimes you have to heal from them. But the difference between that is um, you are learning from that now like even if things trigger you you learn how to go past it and look past it and go on not let it stop you as it used to stop you in your past if that makes sense mm-hmm. it really does it makes a lot of sense because there's so many layers um, to the process and then sometimes what you'll find is that while you're working on a specific you might have a specific a specific thing that you're working on in your healing journey and it actually uncovers another thing mm-hmm. and you're like oh my god like man am I going to keep trekking in the mud here like what mm-hmm. you know like what is going on like I thought I was getting out I thought I was doing this but you are doing that but it just it just uncovers something else and that's what I learned in my process as well as I as I was writing and crying and sobbing and praying and stuff like that other things would be revealed and they're and they're deep things And it's a good thing to be revealed. You know, one of the things that I share is that I'll say, you know, throw the rug out, you know, and God gives me these wonderful image, you know, images and analogies and all this stuff. But I'm like, throw the rug out. Why? 
because you we've all heard the phrase like you know people sweeping stuff under the rug mm -hmm. you know you're trying to sweep it because you don't want to see it right you just kind of oh let me push this over here let me get this little dirt let me throw it under the rug but guess what we can clean dirt but we can't clean the rug that's covering the dirt just mm -hmm. let's let's just throw the rug out throw the rug out let's see the dirt that's underneath there you ever pull back a rug Mm -hmm. <laughs> look <laughs> and you see the little stuff under like oh this dirty under here let's clean the dirt we can clean dirt but we can't clean that rug if you want to keep you know pushing dirt under there and cover it up so i'm like let's get rid of the rug let's go ahead and toss that away and let's look at this dirt and let's clean it up you know and so we can't be afraid of cleaning up and 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 then the great thing about it is that it is do you know you can clean it but the rug Mm -mm. we're gonna keep sweeping dirt under mm -hmm. the rug and it's just gonna be a dirty rug because mm -hmm. the stuff under it it gets so attached to the bottom and you you can't get it up no kind of way <laughs> so yeah. yeah and eventually i wrote I, i'm right in the process of writing a book it's in um edit edit phase right now mm -hmm. but in the book i said guess what you're gonna keep sweeping that dirt under the rug and that and you're gonna end up tripping on it literally and figuratively like you're mm -hmm. gonna be tripping <laughs> You're going to trip on it because, you know, it's going to get a big old hump in it. After a while, we're going to keep pushing the dirt under there. Come on, guys. Let's get rid of the rug. Throw the rug out. Yes. Throw it out. Yes. <laughs> and, um, what another question just came to me. Um, What would you say to the creatives, those who are creative and don't know how to, like, really express themselves because they're scared that they'll be um criticized ostracized scared of rejection and so on and so on Ooh, same thing i would tell my younger self i, I don't care mm -hmm. like just just take on an attitude of not caring about and it's not like okay you don't care and you just like dismissing you know everybody but you have to value what it is that your process is and what you're going through and what you're trying to accomplish over opinions of of what people think and so people are always going to think something mm -hmm. even to the best even the best person like if we hear the best vocalist and i'm just going to say whitney houston for instance i'm just throwing that out mm -hmm. there just as an example we know she had a great voice we know you know stuff but there are some people who might say oh you know she was too loud or you know what i don't like the way she did that riff and blah, blah, blah. somebody's always gonna have mm -hmm. <laughs> Somebody's always going to have an opinion. And when you're a creative, like, I don't think anything really stops your creativity, mm -mm. but it hinders, you know, because you're always thinking you're mm -hmm. always you always have these thoughts. And so now if somebody comes along like, oh, you know, that's silly or oh, that don't look right or oh, why did you do it in that color or oh, why? You know, so people are always going to come along and try to deter you. But you know, they don't real. it's like they don't understand the level of creativity that God has given you. He has given all of us uh, different gifts in a, and and the capacity to do them. And so when people don't have your same capacity, they don't understand it. And then they're going to tend to look down on it. And so we can't. Number one, we can't get. um we can't get um, offended by everything. Mm -hmm. We can't take everything personal and be like, oh, well, well, if, you know, Sherlena's like super creative. And so if Sherlena doesn't like it, then it must not be good. So what? Mm -hmm. Like, who is Sherlena? I got my own, you know, she I do my quirky, crazy, you know, whatever stuff. Some people like it. Some people think it's ridiculous, you know, and, and so what? 
you know, so we have to be able to weed out those things and go forth anyway, because at the end of the day, I'm not paying your bills. I'm not, you know, the one who's sitting in, you know, in, in, in whatever it is that you're going through. That's, that's really putting that thing inside you to express, to get out of you. You're the one who's dealing with that. Mm -hmm. Not me. So, yeah, so you have to be able to be strong enough to stand on your own and just do it anyway. Do those lines, do those colors, do those, do that dance, do that move. You know what I'm saying? Do that, that thing that's like way out of the box that, you know, people are like, what, how did, what, you know, do it, do it. Yep. Go for it. And what you said, like care, um, I always say um, where I'm at and the majority of stuff that happens, like, I am at a, I care enough not to care. And that's not me being mean or nothing. I care about my peace more than trying to have everything dumped on me or take everything in that's happening with whoever or whatever, you know. So, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to you. You have to value you know, what, what it is that you need to accomplish more than, you know, people's opinions. That's the way I would put it. You know, people's opinions are, they're always going to be there. You're going to have a ton of them, a ton of opinions. Yes. Yeah. At the end of the day. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Because it don't matter. Like, even if the people are close to you or in your family, they are still going to have opinion, but their opinion don't match with don't take a I don't know how to say it don't take a you know with what God says don't compete with what God says thank you yeah right right exactly it will never trump what God says and so as long as you're moving in that and you know what God spoke to you Mm -hmm. you know to do some of the ideas that I get my God I'm just like really Lord like (laughs) this is what we doing for real (laughs) like what okay yes (laughs) oh and then i just move in it and i and i'm like i don't really it's like i see a vision and then i'm like okay i don't know how that's going to come together but when you start moving in it it's like god just brings the pieces together he brings the people he brings the people you know and everything it just comes together because guess what he the one who gave you the idea in the first place yes so it's like it's already complete and so I um I got this phrase like, you know, God just downloads these different phrases to me. And I think I think I said something like if I see something, meaning like in a vision, then that means it's already there and it's just waiting for me to arrive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's already there. It's already done. It's complete. It's waiting for me to arrive. And so one of the things I feel like I I can't remember because it was so, so long ago and I saw something. I think I was reading an article or something and it was about Walt Disney and um, he had passed away or whatever before. I don't know which one it was, Disneyland or Disney World, whatever it was. He passed away before it actually was completely built. And somebody was like interviewing his wife and they were like, well, it was too bad that he didn't get a chance to see it. And she said, no, she said he was the first one to see it. And so I I thought that was so powerful because, you know, when you're a visionary, you see things that people don't see, you know. And so it's like he had I guess he did the blueprint and layout and stuff like that. But he ended up passing away before it was actually completed. But he saw it first. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we have that 
you know, we have that great uh, creativity and, and we're all creative in, in so mm -hmm. many different ways. Uh, but yeah, but we have the, the privilege to actually see the vision, you know, to see it. We see the completion. It's, it's like God. God knows the beginning to the end, you know. And so we when he gives us the creative, um, the creative visions, we see that thing like <laughs> I'm like, OK, I see that. I see what you're saying, Lord, but how am I going to do it? You know, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> to complete this thing. So, yeah. Yes, okay. that's just me all the time. Every every day, so I, I get what you're saying, for real. Um, so anything else you would like to share, ma'am? Yeah, I would like to just share that you know, again, like I said, I'm I am in the process of writing a book, and the name of my book is titled Open Heart Surgery. And the way I um the way I spell surgery is like the word search. Mm -hmm. And so I just um, really stuck a G in there just to print, you know, so people can really pronounce it phonetically. But it's an open heart surgery, like a search. And so in that, you know, it's really about healing from emotional traumas and setbacks and different things like that. And I talk about my personal journey and, you know, things like that and just give people some um some options, you know, to open themselves up to healing, because a lot of times we're closed to it. Um, and sometimes we don't want to be close to it, but it's just that we don't know how we don't know which way to go. We don't know how to go about it. Um, but what I do emphasize is the subtitle, which is you are the cure. So it's open heart surgery. You are the cure. And I emphasize that because a lot of times we don't think that we have the power to come out of the hole. You know, we don't have the power to come out of the strongholds. We don't have power to, you know, come out of the those memories that taunt us or different things that we've experienced. Um, they just keep replaying in our minds. But what we don't understand is that we have the power to create new memories, to create, you know, new pathways. And so we are the cure to um, the open heart surgery. We are the cure to everything, you know, that we have to do going forward. And so once we come to realize, you know, that we we have that power and that we can change and that we can be different and that we can do these, you know, all things through Christ who strengthens us and truly believe that um, not just, a, you know, a quote from the Bible, but truly believe that you can do all things you can overcome and you can be a different person. Um, too many people are walking around with trauma and it's holding them. It's, it's mm -hmm. keeping them in prison. You know, you know, you know, and so it, it, it happened to me and it was so deeply. And I, I think that it had to happen to me the way it did. Like I said, when I fell on my face and, you know, bumped my head, it had to happen that way so that I can really come out and see what was going on. And so I had to dig deep and I realized that I was the cure, you know, to to the issues that I was having. So I had to wake up. And so um, one of the things I say in the book um, is that. You know, when some people might ask the question, well, how do I know I'm healed? Like, how do I know that I've, you know, that I've healed and I've, you know, whatever, gotten to this place? And I'm and one of the things I said is that, you know, you're healed when you can retell it without reliving it. Yes. Yes. When you can because, you know, when you tell sometimes when you go back and you remember what happened to you and then you start getting the emotions, sometimes you even start crying or, you know, you get angry or you get whatever it is. Although it's like, no. 
when you get to a place of healing, and again, we say it's a never ending journey, but you get to levels and you definitely get better mentally and physically, emotionally, all these things, all of our senses are engaged in this process. But when you can retell it without reliving it, mm -hmm. that is a level of healing. That is a really good place. Like I can talk about this now and not be angry again or be hurt anymore or be that young kid that, you know, was so vulnerable and, and, and helpless, you know. And so I would say, you know, definitely say to people that, you know, that's a good place to know where like if you if you're healing and if you've been healed mm -hmm. and you don't have to relive it anymore and you can retell it as a testimony, mm -hmm. you know and be able to strengthen someone else. So absolutely that. Let's heal. My my favorite little end quote to all my posts is let's heal, let's go. Yes, 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 yes. Let's heal. <laughs> let's do this thing. Come on, yes. guys. Let's go. Let's go. Um, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um yes, um I wanna say thank you for your yes because you didn't have to but thank you thank you for telling your your testimony you know T thank you thank you sugar thank you <laughs> you are so welcome you're so welcome and when this goes out it's not going to be um you know it's a it's different you know the lord deals with me in a different way but it's very raw very real and so um it's, it's just different. And so <laughs> I actually have a disclaimer in there. You know, this is definitely for a mature audience mm. and stuff. But I have an amazing testimony, you know, in this book that I felt like it, it was definitely necessary to share. And I went to the Lord about how to present this. And, and so <sighs> I had to take a deep breath and say, Lord, OK, we, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go with this. And, and so I just love that God that God puts things, people, places in our lives so that we can really let him get the glory out of our lives. Yes. I'm so grateful for that. Um, yeah, I have an amazing testimony with it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, right. Um, so I'm going to let you pray and then I'll say my final closing and we will be done. All right. Well, let us pray. Father God, I just thank you right now. Bless you, Lord God. I adore you, Father God. I thank you for this time that we've had, Lord God. It is just a, a space, Lord God, for you. It's the, the time is, 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 it doesn't mean anything to you, but it means something to us, Lord God. It is a time that we can go back. We can even go back and replay this and reflect on some things, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God that the opportunity has presented itself and you saw fit that this would take place this conversation lord i pray that it will definitely touch someone's heart lord god that they will even start their journey or even if they're in their journey that they will be encouraged to continue and and, and keep going and keep going and keep going and be a light lord god and be an influence lord god and be someone who who doesn't care because of what you have given them and what you've placed inside of them is more important than 
anything else that uh, another person's opinion could uh, could do for them, Lord. So I just thank you for that. I thank you, Lord God, for giving us the opportunity to share. Um, this can go out to, to many people, Lord God. I thank you for um, Kiera. I thank you, Lord God, for her obedience. I thank you, Lord God, for her having this um, platform, Lord God. And I pray that you would continue to bless her, bless the works of her hands, bless her mind, bless her continued creativity that you just, you just pour into her, Lord. You pour into her daily, Lord God. I thank you for that. I thank you for all the people that she's going to impact i thank you for the impact on her lord god from all of these people that she's gaining um just testimonies and wisdom and and light from lord god is is also creating something in her lord god um to go forward to be a little bolder to be a little better to be a little lighter lord god lighter shining and lighter as in lightweight lord god so i thank you for that um, I thank you, Lord, for her life. And I thank you for this ministry, Lord God, um, whoever could be listening to this and may listen to this in the future. Um, Lord God, I just pray a blessing over them that they will receive their healing and not only receive it, but realize that they are the cure and that they will move forward in their healing. Lord God, let them put their hands to work. Oh, God, let them put their minds into and be intentional about their healing journey. So as we go in this journey to freedom, Lord God, let us go with you, Father God. Because you are the author and the finisher, Lord God, and you will never leave us or forsake us. So we bless you. We honor you. We glorify you. We thank you, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Um, thank you again. Um, so I have back-to-back, back-to-back um, episodes. So next week at 7.30, my time, our time. And 6.30, um, my guest time, we will be on. Um, my guest is, he's originally from Toledo, but he's in Houston right now. His name is Douglas Coley, and he will be the guest next week. So join in and listen up, and let's continue our